All right. We're back. Magic. Did we go somewhere? I, where did we go? We didn't go. Uh, I did you know. go somewhere? No. Did I? Didn't you have last weekend off? Like, it wasn't a long weekend or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. We went to uh, Washington for hockey. Oh, okay. You actually did go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't imagining. Yeah. All I right. did not take like, a who camera. Goes, who goes so. places? Yeah. Uh, our hockey yeah. team. They go places. Yeah. In February, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Was there, is there something in that part that people are going to go, oh man, what a way to kick off the show. Holy God, these guys are rolling. Stay out of their way. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 634 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me, as always, is... Adam in Vancouver. Adam, four NyQuil's deep, Schwartz. Yep. Yep, that's right. I'm going to sleep the, the rest of the day. You're not NyQuil, though. I'm not a NyQuil guy, no. No, it's poison. You yeah. shouldn't take it. Yeah. No, I'm not a NyQuil guy. I'm not... Sorry. I'm a day. I'm a Dayquil guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that Nyquil but with speed? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Like I get mine directly from Walter White. That's where I get my Dayquil. Uh, I'm a Neocitrin guy. <laughs> Isn't that just lemon water? <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes you drowsy. It's funny. It makes you drowsy and and like oh, Nyquil. Yeah. Neocitrin, oh. you take it at night and then you sleep like a baby and then you wake up drunk. Oh, fun fact. Our show makes most people drowsy. So <laughs> save yourself a couple bucks on the Neocitrin. Yeah, it's funny because I was trying to think of it the other day, the name of what like Neocitrin, like I couldn't think, I knew what it was. I was like, wasn't there a thing where you made like a lemon and like when you're 11 years old, like you can get semi-buzzed. And then have on lemon something. Isn't it just, isn't it just like lemoncello or lemon and vodka? Isn't that what it is? It's like, I don't know. It's a powder and then you mix it with hot yeah. water. It becomes like, yeah, lemony water that makes you fall asleep and sort of, um, I don't know. It sort of dries out your sinuses. Oh, yeah. I don't think it does. I think it's a trick. Okay. I think it's, <laughs> I think it just makes you drowsy and then you forget that you're feeling like garbage. Okay. That's what it does then. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long time. I was trying, I was thinking of, uh, because uh, spoiler alert, I, you know, I was, I was feeling, I don't want to say sick, but I was a little bit under the weather. I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent last week. Still went and did everything. Like I was like, I refuse, I refuse to, to give in because, um, I'm one, you know, those people who shoot their mouth off about never getting sick. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the king of that guy, those guys. Okay. Right. I'm like the leader. I am. I am. I. I. I am on their a poster on their all those guys' wall. I'm that guy. Okay. And the only downside about being that guy is when you get even a hint of a sniffle. Oh boy, is everybody excited? <laughs> they, they're just. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Angel fell from heaven over there. Look at that guy. Uh so I, I was feeling I was feeling a little under the, under the weather myself, and uh, 
And so I was like, oh yeah, I wonder what was that drink? And I'm glad I was thinking like Lipton iced tea or something or all the garbage from the eighties, my childhood that we had cup of noodles. Was that, was that part of it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cup of noodles. We're just like, oh, here we have, we have some MSG in styrofoam. Just chuck some boiling water in that. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. That'll make you better. Yeah. There's nothing toxic about boiling styrofoam in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Let's give me, give me one of those for, for, for lunch. Um, and then what someone else, I remember a friend of mine also, let's get right. Let's, let's blow the eighties out right here. The eighties cuisine. Uh, a friend of mine had powdered eggnog. So you could have eggnog in like July. Nice. No, I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, I would mix it with Dayquil and Neocitrin and, yeah. uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good holiday party. <laughs> So, Patreon, if you want to keep Adam flush with his day quill, uh, go to our website, twohosers.com, and yeah. click on the Patreon link. Pledge a couple bucks. So, fun fact, Adam will never see that money at all. It, the money essentially goes to web hosting, which I got another bill. I think they just bill me like once every six weeks. Like They give me the yearly bill every six weeks right? and assume that I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Which is a completely reasonable assumption. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I guess I must have. I must have got another yearly hosting or something. So there's that. So that's where the money goes. And anything left over, I'll, I'll buy I'll buy Adam some Dayquil, like a Dayquil cozy or something, like something to keep his Dayquil in. All right, thank you. All right, so there's that. All right, what is going on in Vancouver, Adam? Uh, snow. It just snowed. Oh. Yeah. Last night. Same here. Today, yeah. Last night, same here. Hopefully it's going to melt today. It seems like the the weather is going to be a little bit warmer this week, so hopefully it melts today. But yeah, kind of throwing a wrench into the plans for baseball tryouts this week because they're trying to get all the tryouts done because there's kind of a trickle-down Outside? Effect. Well, they, they can't now. They're in the cage and they're finding gyms. Yeah. But they need to get it done because like the seasons all start uh, right after spring break. So basically spring break is in two weeks and then no one's available for doing anything from a tryout standpoint. And then the season starts. Right. So they all need to have their teams because it starts with the rep teams and you know how it works with your rep team makes its team. And then they have a trickle down effect because then the, 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 yeah. ha the house teams can then take their players, do evaluations, and then divide their teams up so that they're ready to go because their season starts after spring yeah. break. So the rep has to get it done first, and therefore that needs to happen now. But of course, the weather not cooperating. So they're, they were in a gym yesterday, in a high school gym, and today they're probably, well, they're out there right now at the batting cage freezing their, their butts off. So uh, yeah, not weather not right. cooperating here at all. Uh, from, uh, okay. But so these coaches, like, it's, it's not like they brought these coaches in from Eastern Canada, put a blindfold on, spun them around six times, went here, pick your team. Like they, they know who your kids are. They do, but there's always a handful. Like the, I think the, the challenge is always, you know, the last maybe three Ooh, or group. four spots. Right. And then, and then giving yeah. kids that they might not have seen play a fair shake and, you know, as opposed to just going on reputations or whatnot so that's always the hard the hard part is like you don't really right. probably get a great look at those kids and so you know maybe there's one or two kids that 
um, you know, I think would have a gripe as far as either not making it or not getting a fair shake. Yeah. I was that kid. So what, 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 what they're doing is they're really just giving plausible deniability on that whole fair shake thing. Well, I don't know what um, else you can do. What, what else can you do? No, you right? can't. No, yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there, but I've been that guy. I've been, I've been the, the not get a fair shake guy. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. But then later on, when you get, when you get the fair shake and then, and you just, and you just win MVP, you get to rub it right in their face. Right. Um, and by then they probably, they're, they've moved on and so they don't care. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, like you feel like a jerk cause it's like at their funeral or something and you're yeah. like, oh, this is not the time or the place, but here we are. I promised right. I would do it. And then it's like the worst eulogy ever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm usually pretty loaded on on Nyquil and Neocitrin <laughs> by that point. It's a good so, plan. That that way you have plausible deniability, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PD. That's yeah. how we do it. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, it is nice that like that baseball is starting, and and it's the same here. We we had um we had glorious weather, like legit t-shirt weather, as you'll see probably in a couple of photos later. Uh like 17 degrees, sunny, out walking around, got a sunburn. It was fantastic. But then, so now just, just, just taunting us because then like last night, boom, just like you, minus two and snow. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're all done. We're done with this, this, we're, we're all done with winter now. Yeah. We're moving on. Springtime. Yes. So there's that mostly because I, I am dying to get rid of the moss on my front yard, like on my grass. Okay. We had, yeah, we had the, the, the perfect storm of this summer of having 0.0 millimeters of rain for the entire summer. So it just burned all the grass and then, and then it just rained a bunch. And so moss grew back in its place. So now I have the added challenge of getting rid of that moss and replanting grass. So. These are dad problems. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. The good news is like the kids, there will, there will be no kids on my front lawn. Right. No one to yell at. Right. Hey, hey, get off my moss. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, you know, we, I think I mentioned on the show a little while ago, you know, I've been showing my kids. What? The wonder years. Yeah. You've mentioned it. I think I wasn't sure if sure if it was on the air or off the air or not, but whatever. We I, I think it was on the air, so we're plowing through it. My kids love it, just love that show. Okay, I thought it was just your daughter. Now your son's on board. Yeah, he's in. Well, you know, once she, it has to be fair, and so he like once she starts liking, he pretends to like it or something. But no, he actually likes it. He enjoys singing the song, and um. He enjoys yelling the first credit that comes up at the end, and it's like the like the producer of the show is a guy named Bob Brush, and so just as the show's ending, before the credit comes up, he just he just yells out Bob Brush, and then <laughs> it comes up Bob Brush. Yeah, so there you go, Bobby. Nice. You're 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 back. Uh, no, so <clears throat> so we're watching this, and we're like I think we're on season four now, mowing through it. Um. And like, did you watch the show no. when, when you were younger? No. Really? No. 
Oh, you missed out, my friend. Okay. Maybe Excellent I should watch show. it with your Love kids. It. Yeah. I oh, you come on over and watch. <laughs> you gotta catch up though. You got like three and a half seasons to catch up on. Okay. Uh but I remember I remember, so I'm I, I remember the show from when I was younger. Probably haven't seen it in a long, long, long time. But I remember, you know, there's the whole he had the whole thing with him and his the girl next door, Winnie Cooper, mm-hmm. and she was the star. And then but then, you know, there was other girls would come in and out of his life. And I remember we had a debate about this at baseball one time. Who who was the the girl? Like the the best girlfriend. Which at the time when I was debating that, and like I was like 17, probably when I was debating, so it didn't sound as creepy as it does right now. Sure. Yeah. But I was like, oh, everyone everyone knows the answer to that question is Madeline. The the girl who's you know, voulez vous du beurre. Like the girl, the French the girl in the French class. Okay. That was the girl. Okay. So I remember her being the one. And then and then so now we get we get to the episode and she comes on and there's Madeline. So in the show, grade nine, 14 years old. Now your your son's in grade eight, right? Yeah. Which puts your daughter at grade ten? Yes. So this is this is how you so this, this a year younger than your daughter and this and the girl comes on and I was like, holy cow. Like, she's hot now. Like, I'm looking at her now going, what? Turns out, but now, here, here's where I'm not, I'm not going to be put on a list, if that's what you think. Okay. The actress playing his 14-year-old girlfriend was 20 years old. Okay. All right. So, I was like, oh, boy, that's a bullet dodged. I, I thought <laughs> that was it. Like, oh, no. No more playgrounds for me. Yeah. Uh, but, turns out, totally reasonable and now now but now watching it with with my old man eyes i'm like how did they cast her like what the like who were they fooling back then like this he looks like her mom his mom's friend right so which was be a lot better story if you'd actually seen the episode and knew who i was talking about (laughs) well now i'm gonna have to go look it up i'm gonna have to look what what's the yeah what's fred savage's character's name Kevin Arnold. Kevin, that's right. I knew. I, I in my head, yeah. I was Kevin, but then I thought, oh, I'm thinking of like the Home Alone kid because he was also a Kevin. Also Kevin. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. It's right. funny. So I'm also we 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 watched. So this was the holiday week, as we'll find out later in the episode. Um, we had a hol- we had holidays, so we watched a bunch of stuff. It was mo- movie night twice this week. And so, you know, my daughter's uh, 11 and a half, and I was like, well, you know what I saw in the theater when I was 11 and a half? What? Stand by me. Okay, yeah, I also saw it in the theater. Yeah. Ooh, you must have been like eight years old. I don't remember. It was one of the first movies I saw in the theater, though. Yeah. I think it came out in 85, 86. 86? I want to say 86. right around so the it's... same time that Gremlins came out. Uh, yeah, it could have been. Same year, I think, because those were two of the early movies that I remember going to see in the theater. Stand By Me and Gremlins. To look up those. Could have been like six months apart would be my guess. But, so yeah, so I was, I think I was 11 or 12 years old when it came out. And I remember seeing it, loving it. And and since then, I've loved that movie. And I've seen it a hundred times. We quote it, me and, you know, me, us and our buddies. And, and we, uh, it, it, you know, that, that comes up a lot. A lot of quotes from that movie. So we watched that. My daughter was, she could barely watch it. The anxiety was blowing uh, her mind. My, my kids have also seen it. They like it. Jack, Jack will quote it. 
Okay, good. I will, I will. I will. Next time I see him, I will ask if that is in fact the secret knock, or if Lardass had to pay to get into the pie eating contest. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, no. My daughter, she was freaked out from the the very first. As soon as they they left on their little journey, she could not believe they were walking on railroad tracks. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, but it's different in North America because here in, in, in Europe, there's tracks everywhere and there's trains on them all the time. And so it's a big deal here. They, 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 they drill it into you. Do not go on the railroad tracks here because people get hit, like for real. Right. And, uh, and I, was, I was like, well, no, North America, like we, 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 don't, we don't worry about it. Like, because one train comes by every week, right? Right. And... Uh, well, not the Sky Train. Obviously, you don't run on the Sky Train tracks, but, but I, I was like, like, wow, my kids do not know the misery of trying to walk on railroad tracks. One step being too too small, and two 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 ties being too large for a kid. Anyway, train dodge. The ultimate train dodge. So, but by the time we got to that, she was screaming her head off. And then, uh, but they, they loved it. They sat through the whole show. And then two days later, around the same time, same, same summer, maybe a year apart. I forget now. Probably a year earlier. What else did you see? And maybe you saw it in the theater as well. Uh, I'm not sure. You're going to have to tell me. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that in the theater as well. Yeah. So I showed them that. I was like, okay, is there anything objectionable? You know, one or two lines that are objectionable that I, I coughed loudly during. That was my way of, of muting them. And uh, other than that, they they also love that that movie. So, a couple classics here at the mm-hmm, house this week. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Uh, new video coming out tomorrow on Holtzfeller Woodworking, by the way. Okay. Uh, I made, a, I made a, a, a display case for souvenir baseballs, which I included a photo even. If you want to have a look. Yeah, I saw it. So it's like a, a ball shelf. Yes. Yeah. It's so, titled Nice Rack. Yeah. But what I thought was <laughs> funny was that, I don't know, I'm trying to do the math. I, I don't know what year you're born, but 1992 was your first home run? First junior home run. First for, um, with uh, Richmond Auto Body. So how old would you have been? Well, that's auto bodies like 21 and under. That's a different league. Like that's when I, that's when I moved up from, from Richmond minor baseball, I moved over to Richmond auto body at like, uh, 18. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, wow, that seems old. I was trying to do the, the do the math. And no, 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 no. Uh, but in all fairness, I, I, that was my first junior home. I don't have, I don't have the balls from before because back, back then, like you didn't keep all the balls cause they were hard to come by. But you and didn't. So, keep, you um, would have kept your first home run from like little league or whatever. Don't think so. No, no I, I uh, don't have it. Okay. No, no. I, also, keep in mind, like, like there were home runs. I, I have. I'll bet you I hit one tenth of the home runs that your son hit. Well, the bats are different because too, yeah, yeah. It was much different. The balls were made of sawdust, and the bats were made of like waterlogged uh, telephone poles, and so it was. It was different. Like to the, the point that the point that. Your son, by the time the, the, he came around to play at the park I played at, he was no longer allowed at the same age. Like they, they moved him up. They, they, he doesn't, he never played at Gibbons Park when he was 12. No. 
or 11. I was 11. I played at Givens Park when I was 11. And or 11 and 12. Must have been 11 and 12. And then they, they don't even play there anymore because like the kids hit it on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Which we did not do then. Nobody did then. It wasn't like just me. It was nobody. And so, um, but I happened to keep, keep that the first, for whatever reason, I kept the first one I, when I moved up to the, the junior leagues. So. Gotcha. And then, and the next one was a home run I hit, um, later on when I was like in 30 something, but it was, uh, it was, it was a very, it was Babe Ruth. It was a Babe Ruth shot because I, um, my then girlfriend, now wife was in Germany. She's still living in Germany. I was living in Vancouver. We're flying back and forth. We had a playoff game that night and I told her on the phone before the game, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to hit one out for you. And, uh, I, I did hit a two run shot to tie the game. Off a kid, off a Blue Jays prospect, even kid in the kid, kid in the Blue Jays organization, which was kind of cool. Um, and so I, I kept that ball strictly and gave it to her because I was like, oh yeah, I told her I'd, I'd do it, and I certainly did. So there you go. Great, I'm sure she was super. And, impressed. and then some other yeah, balls. Yeah. Uh, well, she married me, so <laughs> you know. All right, all right. Uh, as as Mark McGuire will tell you, chicks dig the long ball. That's right. So there's that. Um, yeah. So I put that in there. I don't know if my son will keep it. Like I, I will. Re- a couple of those balls don't matter. Like the, the top right one, even though it's turned the wrong way. The one that says official league uh, is an autographed baseball from Justin Morneau, which means nothing to him. Uh, he didn't get it from me. I had somebody gave it to us, which is cool. I like. I'm a big fan of Justin Morneau, who did win the AL MVP one year, and. That very same year, he was the very first, he was the subject of the very first professional photography job I ever did. Before I even knew what I was doing, before I'd ever really shot with a digital camera, I got a job shooting for like Sports Illustrated's online thing in Canada. I, t- I told him I knew what I was doing and I did not. Right. And that was my first thing with him. Yeah, I got to go shoot him at coming to his elementary school, his old elementary school after he won the AL MVP. And then years later, somebody gave me an autograph ball with his name on it. So that's what that is. Okay. And then a couple of balls that my son got at the, the Canadians game and stuff like that. But he, he's going to ultimately replace those with, with his own milestone balls, which is why I went ahead and made that. Now there's a whole video, uh, should be up on Woodworking.com on the YouTube channel showing you how I made that. Okay. Uh, in like five minutes. I think it's five minutes long. Really did it quick did it quick so check that out oh and then i'm i'm in the middle of making another video right now for the next one coming out which is going to be uh i needed a, a cabinet like a charging station for all of my batteries cameras laptops everything and uh so i'm making one of those okay a little more tied into the photo thing so reminder Monthly challenge this month is Shallow Depth of Field, brought to you by Frank Pang. That was his suggestion. His challenge issued. Put that on Instagram. Hashtag it to Hosers Monthly Challenge. Hashtag Hey Hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at Two Hosers. And we will check that out next week, Adam. Okay. Have you shot yours? No. Okay. I thought I might have. Like, I have a backup, but I'm going to go out and do better. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really... I'm going to outpang the panger. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, also, I got I did get a message from CBC Analog. He has reached out, issued the challenge. I'll tell you about that next week. Cliff, uh, the challenge for yeah. March. Big cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. I never. Well, here's the thing: is sometimes, so sometimes, so he's he's in uh, your neck of the woods. He's out in New West okay. on the on the West Coast, right? So nine hours behind. So oftentimes. When people reach out to me from, from Vancouver or whatever, the nine hour time difference, they might send it around their dinner time or, or later in the afternoon and I'll get it sort of late at night just as I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit the hay. And so I get the message, don't have time to respond and then promptly forget about it. So, uh, this is one of those times. So I, I did get it. I will, I will get back to you, uh, probably by the time you hear this, I don't know. So thank you. And we'll, we'll deal with that next week. Did you shoot anything interesting, Adam? Uh, just this morning I did. And I even included a photo when I went uh, snow walking with Sonny on the dike. <laughs> you got snow snow. Holy cow. We had flurries that didn't stick around. Oh, no. This is from last night. This is all just from last night. So I don't know what it is. 15 centimeters, maybe 10, 15 centimeters. But yeah, this was all started last. Wait, that, that's not that's 15. That's half a foot. It's 15. That doesn't look like 15 centimeters. Uh, well, it's probably what it was. I mean, it's melting a little bit because the weather by this time had warmed oh, up, wow. but yeah, I'm going to say it was, it was about that. Yeah. They had forecasted between 10 and 30, but I'm going to say it was on the, the milder end of that, that actually came down in our, in our area. Anyways, I bet you more into the Fraser Valley, they probably got plus 20 or more, but, um, yeah, I'm going to say safely it was between, um, 10 and 15. Uh, so yeah, like it, this, this was our morning walk. Not a lot of people on the dike because very slushy and snowy. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd take a photo to capture the, uh, snow that is here in almost March. This could be your shallow doff picture. Yeah. I thought about it. I, it's, it could be more shallow. Like if I really wanted to hammer the, the, the shallow depth of field, but, um, yeah, I did think mm-hmm. about whether or not I hold something like this off for the. But I, I think I think I can come up with something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Challenge accepted. I'm in. So yeah, you like can I see said. the the wind blown dog. Like her fur gets all yeah. fluffed up by the the wind, and she's intently looking at something off in the distance. And uh, yeah, just just a quick snapshot. Um, but I wanted to to show the the snow couver situation. Hopefully, she's looking at the the oncoming spring. That's yes. very, very near. That's yes. what I'm hoping for. Yes. That's what she's yeah. looking at. No, that looks great. And that's with your, that's with your, your R6. Yeah. And 85 mil. Yeah. Of course. No, what a great combo. Love that camera. Love that lens. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. Some nice February snow. Uh, it'd be nice in the rear view. I think let's be honest. Sure. Uh, I shot, what did I shoot? I shot it, but so I told you we did some forest work and a number of different of, of our, uh, I, I live in, I, I'm a country boy now, Adam, um, villager, village, my village. No, the, uh, podunk. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. That means, that means, that means like a bumpkin, I think. Okay. Or, or something horribly racist and I've just been canceled. I don't know. Yeah. It could be that. I could be accidentally canceled. That'd be, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. If you don't know any better. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so we have, uh, in, in the family, a number of, we have an orchard 
and like a small, I say orchard, it's very small. You wouldn't, I don't know, it's for lack of a better word, orchard. So we did some work there, helped cut down, prune some trees, cut down some trees. And then, um, and then we have a, a forest now, as you do, as you, you, I, I don't know, that's a long story, but we have our own forest. Okay. My daughter will mention it later. And, uh, so we were out doing some work in the forest, which I love. I love, and so this is, I was out, you know, hacking some trees, clearing a path because my, my father-in-law just bought a, um, like a quad runner, you know, like the four wheel yep. ATVs, what yeah. are they called? Yeah. I don't know. But he bought one, like it's road worthy. Like it's allowed, it's going to be licensed, which is insane, but it's, it's to do forest work. It's to go out and take down trees and haul, haul trees and move trees. I don't know. What if, what do, what do people do in the forest? <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Whatever it is. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I assume, I assume I'll just take to it like a fish to water being Canadian, like, you know, believe all stereotypes, I suppose. Um, but we went out there for the first day, first initial day to, to clear it, but to build like a road through the forest so we can do that. And so, uh, snapped a, a quick photo of, of my kids with their grandpa having some lunch in our forest. Okay. Uh, and that's just the X100. Yeah. It was going to be my son picture, but it wasn't overly sunny in the, in the woods itself. So I, I didn't do that. And then there's the other one of my kids out in a different, the other forest, but that's more of the orchard. You can see it's much, much more wide open and grassy. Yep. Um, and there they are. So that was going to be my son picture because it was very nice and sunny that day. And we were out with a, a battery, a, bat, a battery powered chainsaw, which is weird. Okay. By the way. Okay. Yeah. So I had that. So I cut all that, all the stuff you're looking at there. I hacked up with a battery powered chainsaw. So that was my day. Um, that was the R6 with the, the 70 to 200, which is the light to use as well. Uh, and then we had, uh, the, 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 we went to a fashion parade, which I think I've talked about on the, sh on the show many times before the parade with all the, like where the, the Mardi Gras thing, where they throw the, the, the candies and where this, the crazy masks and all that. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've shared pictures of that in the past. Uh, big crowd this year it was like 17 degrees. It was really fantastic. Um, and then, uh. And so I, here, here's a shot of some crazy guy chained to the roof of a float. Yep. Yeah. So throwing candy at kids, I guess. <laughs> what are and all then, the and things then I got this... hung on the like laundry lines? Like, is that part of the parade? Like, or is that just people hanging out the yeah. laundry? No, no, no. That's the decorations they do. The old rags, they, they decorate every year for fashion. The Mardi Gras is called fashion here. And, uh, it's just part of the, the decorations everywhere you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know the tradition behind that. I don't know what it is, but it, it's, it's a thing. Uh, I, I was secretly hoping to, to see the, the guy get clotheslined by one of those on the way by, <laughs> uh, but I'm a jerk. I'm a, I, I admit it. I'm a jerk. So yeah, they have a lot of tractors that pull, that pull, uh, like we'll pull these, these like sort of like ski shack sort of things through, through the, the towns and, and, uh, it's a big deal. Like they have a, they, they stagger the parade so that like, if you're in one of these clubs, I guess for like a week or two weeks, like you're in a parade every single day. And, um, it's mostly involved tons of drinking too. Okay. So All right. you're usually 
pretty hammered by eight in the morning. You're 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 probably three or four Neo Citrons deep by the time the parade yeah. starts. Yeah, yeah. And then you throw candy, and then there's other other traditions too. And I'm not joking about this. There's no there's no woke woke culture here, so uh, we dodge that. And uh, so one of the things they'll do is like they'll go and see like sort of middle like 14 year old girls on the side of the parade and they'll just pick them up and grab them and quote unquote kidnap them and drag them down further down the parade and kind of leave them there and uh <laughs> okay. yeah yeah it's it and it's it's i'm describing it um more tame than it is like they just they're actually just pick them up put them over their shoulder and maybe throw them in the trailer where they have all the hay and it's a big joke and and uh yeah so there's that Okay. All right. But kids love it. Kids love it. Uh, and and then, then the other picture I took is there is this this one guy. I assume it's a guy. I don't know under the mask uh, who we see every year. Who he has gone all in on on the intricate detail of his mask. The devil guy. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I, have I shared that one before? That one is insane. Uh, I don't know if you have or not, but it's he's scary. Yeah. Yeah, with the light up eyes and yeah. everything, like it's it's big time. Like, like parents actually turn their kids away when he comes because they're like, "Yeah, that's that's nightmares. That's <laughs> not going to be good." <laughs> so yeah, so I just grabbed a couple of photos of that, and uh, I think that's it. That's all the interesting stuff. All right, photo challenge. Ironically, with all the snow, was sunshine. I was hoping to get some sunshine. We got some sunshine, Adam. Did you actually get some before the snow came? Uh, yes, uh, Friday evening, got some nice, uh, evening sunshine, sun setting light. Okay. So this is sunny in the sunny. Yeah. In the sunny, sunny, double sun. Yeah. She's, she likes to wait outside, um, for when mommy comes home. So she's Uh very excited about, she knows the car. And so when Lisa's on her way home from work, she'll usually text me. And then when she gets close, you know, the old uh, um, iPhone, like locations that we share, I can see like when she gets really close, uh-huh. I'll basically take Sunny outside. And so she's intently watching for, she knows the routine that the car is going to come very soon. And uh, Sun is in the direction of where the car is going to come from. So she's just, uh, she's just staring off into the distance, but there's a perfect kind of uh, shaft of the sun setting light that's coming through and it's not really hitting the grass or the, or much of the road in behind her. So I just loved where she was standing. So I'm like, Oh, this is, this is where I'm going to shoot my photo. So, um, I like that. She's not looking at the camera here. I took a couple where she is looking at the camera, but I liked it better just kind of looking off because this is her pre excitement. And then she goes nuts when she sees the car and starts running in circles. And right. As soon as Lisa opens the car, she's jumping on her. So it's every time it's, it's a blast and you love getting home to this kind of excitement. Nobody shows this kind of excitement for your arrival <laughs> other than a dog. Like it is awesome. Right. And the leash coming into the shot is cool. But I think what the, I like the best about this is that, um, it doesn't look like February. Like it looks so warm and like orangey instead of like even the shadows don't look tremendously blue right yeah which is what february is all about to me so this is this is this this like you you could have shot this anytime i I would not have known when this was right very different from the light in the 
photo of Sunny on the dike this morning, which is very bluey. Yes. Light. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and it has snow. Yes. And it has snow, but it's kind of the, again, yeah. it's the evening light. Like this is right as the sun is getting as low as it's possibly can in the sky and still, um, be seen like behind, but before it dips behind all the houses and you lose it entirely. So this is the last few minutes of that nice, warm, uh, sun setting sun, that golden hour sun, which is like golden five minutes now. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah it, it is yeah. the best of the light that you can get, you know, around here at, at this time of year. So that's, that's, I was just happy to get a sliver. It was just happy accident. When we stepped outside to wait for, her, I was like, Oh, that's nice light. And I just grabbed the camera. So. Do you think, do you think Sunny walks around the neighborhood, like just, just basically taunting the other dogs about how good her photos are? Yeah, I think so. Like she's showing her Instagram. I'll oh, check it out. Yeah, no, my owner. He's a he's a photographer. Yeah, podcast. We've got a we've got a podcast. I don't know if you know. Does your no no just picks up your poop, huh? Mm. All right. Yeah, she. That's she, fun even, too. Even she kind of big times me a little bit. She knows when I have the camera, and I'll like give her like, oh. hey, hey, Sunny, look over here. She just like she she used to kind of look when I would do that. Now she just ignores me. Yeah. She's like, oh, I think you've got it, buddy. I think you've got enough. Uh, we're good. <laughs> so. So she, yeah, she's, she's your kids. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Uh, for mine, I, I went with a shot I took during the, uh, the parade. I, I, I shot a bunch of other ones, uh, ahead of time. And I was like, well, the parade was so unbelievably sunny. Uh, normally it's freezing. Like it's, 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 you know, in around zero minus two snowing, raining, like just garbage weather. But for some reason, this is the warmest parade I've ever remembered. And, uh, and so there's, so I positioned myself, normally I would stand with my son, um, when he was younger, but we we haven't been in a number of years. And so now he wanted to go hang out with his buddies. And, uh, and so again, the kids dress up. So this is him dressed. He was dressed as a a robber. I was going to say, I thought he was the Hamburglar here. If he had that striped shirt. It pretty much is. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's been to McDonald's once in his life, so he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know what the Hamburglar is, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, see, so he had, he had, but he had, a, he had like a black hooded sweatshirt on as well, and uh, it was so hot he had to take that off. And then, and then his buddy next to him there, in behind, out of, out of focus, he's dressed up as the kid who smokes cigarettes at the arcade, like over by the Cubert machine, the guy hacking a dart. That's what he went as. Okay. Uh, um, so I position position myself on the other side this year and just waited until something happened. And so some of the fun they like to do is in the parades, they'll come by and they'll throw, obviously throw confetti on people or sometimes hay because we're out in the, you know, sticks. Uh, or they have a, like a big giant, like a um, big giant grease pen, but it's, it's like, it's like the size of a pine tar stick. It's that thick, you know, like the Manny Moda tiger stick. No. Okay, for baseball, you put tiger. Okay, no. so it's a, big, it's a big thing. They'll they'll come by and just smear it on your face and all this stuff. So, uh, but this this is when my my son got confetti and he seemed to be having a good time, and so uh, I just grabbed that in the sunshine. Nice, I like it. Yeah, it's got confetti and sun. He got so. confetti and he's having a good time, and yeah, his buddies yeah. are just not. I don't know what they're doing. They're not <laughs> engaging, but. Uh, <laughs> And he didn't get as much candy as he thought. He thought he would be getting like a ridiculous amount of candy, but he got a reasonable amount. Okay. Which 
is there there it is so uh the good thing is like with the r6 and and the way it focuses and stuff like that it, this is so easy to capture and so um again i say it every time love the camera makes uh makes taking photos uh fun sure easy way to sell it <laughs> really i've really upsold it there eh yeah, it makes it fun er than surgery yeah okay all right uh so a topic this week i've been teaching my kids specifically my daughter been getting her started for for just around christmas time a couple months ago uh they received my old 40d not my old one my new 40d i gave it to them because they're they're actually interested in taking photos and uh but they actually they actually my daughter especially has expressed an interest in learning how to actually operate her camera. Um, she has exactly zero interest to go back in time and start listening to the beginning of our episodes way back in 2011. Okay. Uh, so I'm teaching her live in person. Uh, all, you know, like, where would you start? If, if your, if your daughter said to you, Hey dad, I want to learn what, what, what would be the first thing you would teach her? Um, depending on the camera we're using, but you're, I'm assuming you're using DSLR. a DSLR. I'd probably just, you know, do like we did start with, uh, the AV mode and kind of work mm-hmm. on exposure and basically start with the exposure triangle, I guess. That's where you, well, lesson number one actually is never, ever, ever leave the camera strap dangling over the side of the table. Okay. Uh, that's, okay. that, that's, that's day one. Um, after that, yeah, it is, it's the exposure triangle. We start with ISO. I, I don't want to spoil it. I don't, cause I, I, I went and I interviewed my daughter and, uh, for this show right now, you're about to hear it, Adam. You're about to find out what she's learning, how she's learning, what, what, what she's up to. Are you ready for that? I'm so ready. No, no, no. I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, good enough. All right, without <laughs> further ado, here's me and my daughter. All right, we're rolling. Hey, kiddo. Hi, Dad. Okay, Harrison, welcome <laughs> home into the Two Hosers Photo Show. You've been on the show before, though. Yeah. A long time ago. What? So, what's going on? What? What? Uh, tell. Introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are. I'm Al Latter's son. <laughs> daughter. Okay. <laughs> Vielleicht sollen wir auf Deutsch reden no, und dann okay. kann ich übersetzen later. No, Sp- later, später. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, nous parlons de français. Non. Bienvenue à Two Hosers Photo Show. Oh, je m'appelle Emily. Mm-hmm. So you are learning, but you are learning French. Yes, I am. She speaks very good French. Um, right now, see, Adam's texting me about setting up the rest of the show, and I don't want to hear that. So, um, so your name is Emily. Yes. You are how old? Eleven. We're talking in the microphone. Eleven. Eleven. And how do you say that in German? Elf. Okay. Ich heiße Emily. Ich bin elf Jahre also, alt. Also, ich heiße Emily. Ich bin elf Jahre alt. Und mein Hobby ist Turnen. Turnen is? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Okay, so we're just, this is Sunday night at the end of the Faschingsferien. Yes. Tell the listeners what is Fashingsferian. Well, everybody dresses up. Um, and what's, what's Ferian? Oh, like the holidays. 
Okay. Like, but we have like short holidays. Like, we have the sex. Oh my god, we have a six week holidays in summer, and then we have like over the year we have um <laughs> like week uh, holidays that are like a week long or two. Yeah. And uh, we had now we had a week of fashions. Okay, so Fashing's Ferian, I've talked about it on the show before. It is, you'd call it Mardi Gras in a lot of the world, or Carnival. Yeah, Carnival. Carnival, you'd call it. So it is, it is like the big kind of party leading up to Ash Wednesday, which is when Lent starts. Adam and I talked about it on the show last week, but I, I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, I did, sort of a little bit. <laughs> so it's a big party, everybody dresses up. Um, the kids dress up like Halloween, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so what did you wear? You went, you went to a number of things this year, so you dressed up a couple yeah, times. Yeah, we went to all of them, but uh, yeah. <laughs> a number, yes, but okay. And what did you dress up as this year? Well, um, we had, at school, we had this contest, like, first day you should go as something, what was it, something, I think, like, like a super held. Uh, superhero. A uh, superhero, not superhero. After mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went as a Catwoman because you I were had, Catwoman. Yeah, I was Catwoman. Was it the Halle Berry one or Michelle Pfeiffer? Probably Michelle Pfeiffer. I have no idea what that is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the next day, you dressed up as something funny. Oh. Okay. What was funny? Oh, I forgot. It was what, what? What was I? I don't remember what you went as the next day. Yeah, me neither. Oh my god, that's first thing I, I forgot. Okay. All right, and then the last day you dressed up as... As a duo. Okay, so you had to go as a twin, but you just dressed up as your favorite character of all time, which is... Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. Hermione Granger. So you have the whole costume. I think I... Did I show a photo? I probably didn't. Uh, I probably won't. No, I, I, you, I'll, I'll pick, I'll take, I'll show a photo of that we took it for Halloween. But it's the exact yeah. same, Hermione. I think I, I think I shared it before, so people know what we're talking about. And then we had, uh, there's other parties and parades and stuff. And so you dressed up again. You got to march in the parade this yes. year, which was exciting. As a, the Los Mexicanos. The Los Mexicanos. That was you dressed up in in that. Probably yeah. cultural appropriation, but we don't really have that here. So we're okay. You're okay. <laughs> You dodged a bullet on that one. So, uh, tonight is Sunday night. People are hearing us on the Monday. Um, this is, or, or after. Yeah. But, so this is the end of the vacation. We had a week off. That's only a week, right? It was last Friday, two Fridays ago, you went to school. And then we had all week off. We, normally, we go skiing on this week. Yes. But this year, we didn't. One, we couldn't book the place. And two, there is no snow. So, it worked out. Um, and we stayed home and we did all kinds of stuff. Adam and I talked about it on the show, uh, already. We went, um, and cut down some trees. Yes. Uh, and we went to our own forest. Our own, we, we, we went to our own forest. What's the name of our forest? Stanley Woods. We're going to call it Stanley Woods after Stanley Park in Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> so I think, uh, I showed a picture of, of you and Sam and Opa having lunch. In our, in Stanley's woods. So, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here, that's the whole, your whole life uh, that we just talked about. And everyone wants to know, no question. I think a lot of people are taking notes on what we just talked about. But you are learning a new skill. What is that? How to take photos. 
Oh, I meant skateboarding. But I don't want to learn skateboarding. I don't need skateboarding. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> that's called a joke. I know what a joke is. Uh, do you? Because here we are. Uh, no, you're learning to take pictures. Yeah. Um, the proper way. So for Christmas, not really for Christmas, but part of your advents, your yes. first advent, you and your brother received a... Camera. A new camera. What did you get for a camera? It's from Canon, but I don't know exactly what camera it is. You know what's funny? All the listeners know. They already know what you got. Really? Okay. Four, zero. A 40 Canon? I have no a idea. Canon 40. Yeah, 40 Canon. You got a 40 yeah. Canon. No, you got, you got a brand new to you Canon 40D. Whatever that means. That means it's, it's from about 2007, but it was brand new when I got it. And handed it off to you, gave you a 30 millimeter lens, which you don't really understand yet. No, it's so complicated. It's not. That's, that's the point. So I gave you a, a, the, the, the 40D with the 30 mil lens because what does your lens not do? It doesn't zoom. It doesn't zoom. Because I want you to learn uh, all the basics of photography before we get into all the crazy things. So the, the fewer variables we have to start with, the better. Do you know what a variable is? No. Okay. Y equals MX plus B. Have you done that in math yet? No, and hopefully I'll never do that. What? You've done that already. Graphing a line? Of course you've done that. Epsilon oh, equals... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, MX plus B. Is that how you say it? I mean, like, no, we, we only do the line stuff. I don't understand that stuff. Okay, that is the line stuff. So, point is, X is yeah. the variable. And... Um, so when, when we're learning photography, I, I like to teach people, uh, just break it down to the very, very basics. Don't introduce Zoom. Don't introduce anything crazy. So what have, well, first of all, I gave you the camera. Yes. I set it on JPEG small so that you could basically shoot and shoot and shoot. You don't, you don't even know what that means yet. Yes, you don't I don't. Have, you don't have to know. And I just handed you the camera on autofocus and you have been burning that thing to the ground. Yes, I have like over a thousand pictures on there already. Like the thing is I only took it out once. So mm -hmm. now I have thousands uh, thousands of pictures of fire. Yeah. Like a fire inside. Yeah. And in uh, the fireplace. In the fireplace, yeah. Yes. Yes. Burn down the house. Because fun fact, this year we're heating our house with firewood mostly. Yes. Yeah. And of the cat. Like unrelated to the fire. Yeah, but that's what I'm taking. Yes, I understand of. that, but I don't want people to think that the, that, that the cat is involved in the fire somehow. Oh, no, no, no. Just separately. She likes to take uh, pictures of our cat. Um, yeah, she's cute. It, she is cute, but I think as the weather gets better, you're going to venture outside. Yeah, and I'm going on a school holiday, too. Well, you're going to go on a school holiday later in the year. You're going to go away for a week. Mm -hmm. To some island or something. Like, uh, we would call it outdoor ed when I went to school. Outdoor education. And that's what you're going to go do with your class. And you want to be able to take real photos by then. Yes. So, we're learning all the basics. Now, where do we start? What was the first thing I showed you? One, not not how to, how to point, like how to, how to uh, trigger the camera. But mm -hmm. once we started getting into the basics, what did we learn? Well, you showed, showed us what ISO is. What ISO is, yes. yes. What is ISO? 
that's where you, you switched the numbers. That was like how much light you let in, I think. No, how big the cup is. Oh, no, I'm yeah, not sure how anymore. big the cup is. That's how, we, that's how I describe Something it. Something like that. The way I describe it is if you're going to fill up Something full of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can turn the tap on. That and, and, and how how much you how much water you get is determined by how long you turn the tap on, how wide the tap is, how big the faucet is, and how big of a cup you, it is that you want to fill. So we learn ISO first. We we choose the size of our cup. Now a bigger cup is more light. Like you need more light. Better. Oh, you say better. <laughs> Yeah, but you also need more light. That's but good. you need more light to come in, either all at once or for a longer time. But you have to have more light. And we call that... ISO? ISO. That's, we're setting how sensitive the sensor is. Now, back in the old days, what did we used to use? Not we, because you never did. But what did I yeah. used to use? Film. Film. And have you seen film? Yes, I have, but they they look weird. Like they're not not sharp pictures and the weird shadows and. Okay, but you've actually seen a piece of film though. Yes, okay. you have showed me. Because I have some in the house, and we will shoot some. That's the fun part. I still have some film. We're going to shoot some black and white. Not only are we going to shoot black and white film, you and I, with my old Canon FTB, we're going to shoot that, and then we're actually going to develop it, process it in the basement. In our new mudroom. There's too much light in there, I thought. We'll deal with that in the AM. But for now, we're going to focus on digital. So the first thing you learn is ISO. So when you're inside the house, let's, let's start with outside. When you're outside on a sunny day, what ISO are you, are you probably going to use? Well, I'm not sure there, but you said like this generally, like you use um, 320. In everyday life, I, I tend yeah. to start, 320 is my baseline. That's yeah. correct. We went on a, a a photo walk the other day. Yes. Where? Um, We walked through the park. Through the park and also... What? Town. Yeah, we went to town too. Right. I don't really take pictures there. Okay. So you, we did a walk through the park and we took, we took a few photos and, and that was a bit of a cloudy day. So I did say use ISO 320, but if it's really sunny... What yeah. are you going to use? 100. Say it like you mean it. 100? You're going to start <laughs> with 100 on a sunny day. Now, inside, when it's dark, what would you start with? Uh, 150? Not no, 150. That, you could, one, 160? Add a zero on the end of that. Oh, 1,600. That's about the highest we go Yeah. on there. And that, that's the good starting point, okay? Now, mm -hmm. I think that might be where we end off today because we tell everybody, well, what, what has been the biggest challenge for you with shooting real pictures? Uh, I don't know. Um, there's like, there, that I always forget how to put the eyes, oh, and then, then some, I push a different button and I push the wrong button and then something weird happens. Mm-hmm. All the buttons get mixed up. They have a saying for that. Hmm? Uh, What's R the saying? RTFM. For the stand? I don't really know what that means. Okay. Okay. So maybe someone can write in and let you know. Don't do not do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, it is, it is difficult. There's a lot of buttons. That's the one good thing 
about shooting on a, a film camera like the FTB is that you basically set the ISO you put the, by putting the film in, it just stays all the same, and then you only have two different things you switch, and then off you go. But with the digital, it's a challenge because there's lots of buttons. Are like film cameras bigger? Like are they bigger than usual cameras? Mm, some are. Some are, some are smaller. But they're, they're not like the old cameras that stand up and like have the whole stand, the huge thing. And the big, big blanket. Bell, bell blanket over. Yeah. Uh, if you're Chris Marquardt, then yes, that that's what a film camera is. Is that? You know, we did the invisible camera together. Oh, right, that was so funny. Right, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> nice little plug for my daughter there. Um, so what do you want to learn next? Just just before we wrap this up, what do you, what do you want to learn next? How, what do you want to get good at taking pictures? I want to take pictures like you do. Like, always know which thing you have to use. Like, which lighting and everything. Mm -hmm. That's going to be hard. But, yeah. Well, the good news is, so, from when I started till now, every single picture I took was excellent. No. No. You always take five million pictures when I stand there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, when are you finished? Well, that's because you're pretty horrible looking. And yes. so I have to get a good one when you're when and then and then Photoshop it heavily to make it look so people don't throw up in their mouth when they see you. Mm. That's a true story. No. You say you never Photoshop anything. I don't Photoshop at all. So there's that. Uh, okay. Well, can we keep people updated on your photo journey? What are we learning next? What's we we hinted at it now. We hinted at it already. But what is the next step? Once you have ISO mastered, what are we deciding on next? I think how much room you no no, how much light no. And, uh, what is how much light? Something with the lens, I think. Something with the lens, but what happens? Oh, like how big the photo is? No, I can't remember. You might not be cut out for this. What? Well, uh, podcasting or English or photography? I'm not sure. Maybe all three. Yeah. Are you are you, are you good at school? <laughs> Okay, no, we're going we're, we're gonna to determine how much light comes in through the lens at once. And oh, that, right. that is the size of the... The picture. The, no, no, like the, the hole. The hole, <laughs> the size of the hole. And what is the size of the hole called? Aperture. Aperture. There we go, folks. You heard it here first. She does know what aperture yeah. is. And then we have to decide how, how long we let the light in for, and that's called... Like the shutter speed. Shutter speed. Oh, you got all the terms down, kiddo. <laughs> so we're going to keep people updated. Thanks for checking in. And uh, what do you have to say to all the listeners at home? Always listen to Daddy because he takes good pictures. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say later, Hosen. <laughs> oh, later, Hosen. <laughs> and we're back. Riveting. Riveting stuff. Yeah. We learned all kinds of stuff, didn't you? You learned about her French. Uh... And I don't want to spoil it. You just, you just listen to it. Yeah. Why would I tell you? Yeah, yeah you don't need Go to back and listen. Again. Yeah. 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 0% chance you're ever going to listen to that. <laughs> but that was it. That's where she's at. All right. Um, challenge for next week, Adam. It is our monthly challenge, and that is shallow depth of field. So put that up on Instagram. Hashtag it, two hosers monthly challenge. Hashtag hey hosers. Even better. Do both of those things and tag us at two hosers. And we will check that out next week. Mine 
will be the best one. I don't know. I uh, early uh, in my house. Er, in my house. Early favorite. I don't know. I don't usually look on Instagram, but I did this past week and check out Tommy G's uh, photo. It's pretty good. Is it of trains? I hope it's of trains. It is not. He has stepped it up. I I suggest listeners uh, check out Tommy G's uh, photo. It was okay. Surprisingly good, and I'm wondering because now I think he's taking photography at school i'm wondering if he actually is using oh. a, a legitimate camera here because uh it's it's better or, is better than his his previous phone work so if if not his phone okay. is his phone's doing an excellent job but yeah i saw his photo even commented on instagram i was i was impressed or he's huffing developer in the dark room sure <laughs> that too okay i i took photography i know how it goes okay um Okay, well, you have to try to outdo him then. You know what? You should take the exact same photo, but slightly better. Okay. That's what you should do, Adam. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, never try, son. Never try. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's then again, that's brought to you by, by Frank Pang. So uh, we have a leader in the clubhouse, Tommy G. Tune in next week to find out all about that. All right, websites, Adam, still holding out, not, yep. not participating in the World Wide Web. Uh, my stuff, as I mentioned, you can go to holtzfellerwoodworking.com, see one, maybe two videos by the time you see this one. Tell your friends. We, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble cracking the subscriber code. We did well, got a few, and then lost a few. I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm just boring. Possible. Um, I'm going to redo all the thumbnails this week, though, and that's, that's going to be my key. Key to winning. Great. Yeah. Your enthusiasm is probably what's going to put us over the edge, I think. So check that out, holtzfellerwoodworking.com. You can find my stuff at alanatrich.com or the two of us at twohosers.com where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. (laughs) 